Hello, fitness enthusiasts. I'm Sin with Mind Your Matters, redefining fitness podcast at Satisfactor Fitness. We're a growing community of adventurers and fitness enthusiasts, including first responders, former athletes, and weekend warriors who are seeking to get reconnected with themselves in order to restore fitness and achieve optimal fitness goals after injury, illness, or other life events had other plans. In this community, we believe that fitness is not just about the numbers, meaning where we fit on a chart or how we look in a pair of shorts. We believe at the core, fitness is about total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And I'm here with you in this community where we are redefining fitness for ourselves to reconnect with self, increase energy, fulfill fitness potential, and restore the athlete within. So I've been thinking, you know, it's coming up on the new year. We have two days left in 2021, and I can't believe how fast time is moving. I had so many plans for this year. I don't know about you, but I had a lot of plans, you know, and I have to say I accomplished a lot of them, like starting this podcast. Yay! Uh, rehabbing from my work injury and being able to get fit and healthy enough to get back to work. First light duty and then full duty as a first step. I still have some more to go on that area. And, you know, I was better able to provide support and assistance to my mom, whose level of care has greatly increased over the last year after her last series of medical situations. I was also able to accomplish the goal of hiking Mount Rainier in the Pacific Northwest, which was gorgeous. If you ever have an opportunity to get out there, uh, do it. That mountain is beautiful. There's so many areas of nature, but I digress. You know, but I say all that to say I'm thankful. You know, I'm thankful that I was able to achieve many of my goals. And I said a lot. So there's a few more pending. And, And that's actually what I've been thinking about. And I've been thinking about all of it. And, you know, how far I've come from injury. I mean, there's nothing like experiencing a work injury while you're off with the work injury. I know, strange, but that's a story for another time. The point is that I was really scared that this injury might be the one that kept me from returning to work, that prevented me from participating in my favorite physical activities like running or hiking, lifting, and so many endurance sports. You know, that it might be the thing that would keep me from being able to have adventures with my friends and family without experiencing pain and not having the energy to care for my mom. I'm telling you, it was a scary time. And I'm not sure if you've ever felt like you were at that point of no return. If you've ever been there before and you're being told that maybe you're not going to be able to do certain things anymore or surgery might be the next step, you know, uh, But yeah, that was a scary time, you know, the unknown. So I really got to thinking and last year around this time, I made a promise to myself that I would focus all my energies on doing whatever I needed to do to get back on my path. And that's kind of a tall order because for those of us who have time constraints on our own lives, you know, we have a lot of responsibilities that we have to take care of, a lot of obligations and or, you know, we're experiencing chronic pain and some nagging injuries and issues with our body movement, that can be a tall order. Just, I'm going to do what I need to do. But I started there. I, I started thinking about what I needed to get done. 
And the first thing I know I needed to do was to focus on those things that were going to put me in alignment with where I needed to be, to focus on those things and not on other things. The other things are still important, but they can't be my focus to my own detriment is what I needed to kind of get a mantra into my head. And I'm sure many of you are in this position where we've got a lot of people and a lot of things making requests and demands upon our time. And it could be a lot to the point that we stop taking care of ourselves. And when we're in a situation where we're already experiencing pain or we have injuries or we have other things that are getting in the way, other barriers that are preventing us from doing what we need to do to be our best self, putting ourselves behind other things and other people puts us in a position whereby not only can we not be there for ourselves, but we can't be there for those other things and those other peoples because we're unhealthy. So this was a lot of what was going on in my mind at the time. And the first thing I said after thinking through this, you know, again, like I said, this was uh, the fall winter of 2020. And I was thinking about what I needed to do to meet goals in 2021. And first thing I did was to firmly, very firmly resolve not to make a resolution. (laughs) In fact, every year I make a resolution not to make resolutions. Can I get a witness? Because how many of us start these resolutions and they never get done? So I said, I'm going to set about the, the business of setting my goal preparation in November, December of 2020 setting goals and benchmarks that I knew would take me well into 2021 to accomplish if I attack them right. And I knew the first thing I needed to do after all these other first things I did was to get my mind right because our mind can be a big, big, vast ocean of thoughts. So I had to get my mind right. I mean, at the time, I was so scared of pain, causing more, re-injuring myself, that I didn't move my body near as much as I needed to to make any real and lasting progress. You know, actually, I would kind of go between being cool with it that, you know, well, this is where I'm at and give yourself some grace and you'll get to it tomorrow. And that would stretch on for days and that would morph into me beating myself up about acting lazy over the last several days and not doing what I needed to do, like work out or the laundry or dishes. And then feeling demoralized because all of those activities increased my pain and I wasn't doing them. And so I started to get lost in this loop that seemed to have no end. And I wasn't confident that the pain would ever go away and that I'd be able to take care of myself and my responsibilities appropriately anymore. And I was terrified of how other people perceived me as I got more deconditioned and my house became more of a wreck and I pretty much lived in my sweats. And I knew that I had to fix how I was thinking first before I could make any real headway. So I started taking time to do meditation, breath work, mindfulness, and spiritual practices every day throughout the day. And what I mean by that is... I didn't 
set a time like I will get up at five o'clock in the morning and do meditation because I needed to allow for where I was. And I just made sure that on any given day, there was going to be several times during the day that I would set aside for this. And one of the ways that I, I, I made this happen was to set an alarm. I had a little meditation app that I downloaded and you can set alarms throughout the day and you don't set them at a time. You just set them every hour, three hours, four hours. And it just on your cell phone, it rings you and it says, what do you need to focus on? How are you feeling? And it was your reminder to stop what you were doing and get in touch with yourself. Be mindful, do some breath work, do a little bit of meditation for just three to five minutes, honestly, throughout the day. And during one of those times, I would do some spiritual work as well. And lo and behold, doing that in just a short time, just a few weeks, my mind began to heal. And I found that I could think clearer and I was more focused. And my mind started to tell me, yes, you can do things. Yes, you can move. You can accomplish such a such task. You can go for a walk. You can lift up X, Y, and Z, and it's not going to be a problem. My mind started to do that rather than say no don't do it don't do any of that stay in the bed or stay on the couch right where you're at there was a shift in my mind and how it was working with me and that opened up a door so that I was able to do small things and get small wins that gave me the confidence to do bigger things and to get bigger wins again and then my mind started to see you know what this is okay. We don't have to protect ourselves against these things anymore. We can go ahead and do them. And my mind began to encourage me to do these things again instead of fighting me. So my will and my brain finally got back on the same page. And that's such a great feeling, especially if you know if you're like me. There's been a time where you knew what you wanted, but you were just fighting yourself to do everything it is you needed to do. And in addition to all of the things that life throws at you, you're up here fighting yourself. So to have your brain and your desires and your will all on the same page is fantastic. It's a fantastic feeling because now it is in fact you against the world instead of you against yourself and yourself against the world. And once I was there, I had the brain space to start setting intentions and goals, specifically to set up SMART goals. So I'm not sure if you've heard of the term SMART goals, but if you haven't, you should know what they are because how we set our intentions and goals are important to our success. To give you an example, a lot of people say things like, and, and I'm sure you've heard this before, oh, I can't wait till next year, I'm gonna lose 20 pounds. Or they say, you know, this year I'm gonna stop putting on my pajamas or sweats right after I get home from work and instead I'm gonna go to the gym. Or this year I'm gonna eat better, make time to keep up with friends and all the things we say every year around this time. But those statements are big 
they're really big and they're missing something. The ingredients that they're missing is the how, the when, the why, and sometimes even the what. As in, what am I going to really do to make these changes happen? And what will that really look like in my daily life? See, SMART goals address all of these questions and allow for benchmarking. You know, small wins in the short term that build on each other to make big wins over time and ultimately achieve our goals. So what SMART goals are exactly? It's an acronym to outline how to achieve what we wish. Any goals we set must be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. So for example, rather than say, I'm gonna work out more, which is often what people say when they wanna get better at getting to the gym. A SMART goal for somebody coming off of rehab for an ankle injury, a SMART goal might be, I'm going to walk for 15 minutes, three times a week for the next four weeks. It's specific by identifying walking. It's measurable by identifying 15 minutes, three times a week. It's attainable because 15 minutes, three times a week is not time prohibitive We can generally find 15 minutes on three different days in our seven-day week, and it's realistic. Theoretically, 15 minutes three times a week is not overdoing it by putting too much pressure. If you're done rehabbing, walking for 15 minutes shouldn't be too much. And then there's a time element, four weeks. So you've got specificity in walking, you have measurability in the time, you have duration of time and the frequency, you have attainability uh, that you can fit into your life and there's it's realistic because you're not putting a lofty goal like I'm gonna lose four dress sizes in a week and it's time-based over four weeks. This is the thing that's awesome about SMART goals. The same goal for a person who doesn't have an injury using the SMART technique is gonna look very different. So let's say this person doesn't have any injuries they're dealing with but they have time restrictions. They have time restrictions they might have some responsibilities that are pulling at them and they can't figure out how they, how to get their workout going. So a smart goal for a person like that would look like, I'm going to use home gym equipment, like a foam roller, resistant bands, dumbbells, things like that, to do a 30 minute full body workout four times a week before work and or the kids wake up for eight weeks. So you've got specificity in a home gym and a full body workout You have measurability, 30 minutes, four times a week. It's attainable because generally, you know, people have time before the kids wake up or before they have to go to work. Or sometimes it's late at night after people go to bed and you get home from work. Maybe it's the middle of the afternoon. The point is most people can can figure that out when they have a minute to themselves. And it's realistic. It's not far-fetched like I'm going to go do seven days a week for one hours a day with a 20 minute round trip commute to the gym, knowing we only have 45 minutes of quiet time total to ourselves on any given day. So it's realistic in carving out something that will fit into our lives. And it's time-based in eight weeks. I know I'm beating the horse a little bit, but I think you get the picture. Smart goals get adjusted as we get stronger 
more efficient. And sometimes even when our loved ones see our resolve, our energy changes and the results, they begin to support us and start to give us more time. So our SMART goals can evolve as we do. As small benchmarks are achieved, they build towards the bigger goal. So that 15 minute walk three times a week becomes longer and more frequent. Then the walk becomes a run. So that in a few months time, you're running again. Rather than trying to jog short distances before you're ready to sustain prolonged walking. It's literally walking before you run. Goal setting in this matter is so much better than any resolution because for one, they have a structure. And also science has shown that resolutions rarely last past January. SMART goals are designed to integrate into your life without putting extra strain via large demands on time or energy towards a lofty goal that is difficult to attain in the short term. SMART goals grow, develop, and progress as you grow, develop, and progress. So tell me, what SMART goals can you begin working on now that will carry you into 2022 bigger achievements? Start small. Pick just two or three to get started. The idea is to make changes workable, sustainable, and scalable. If you'd like a SMART goal workbook, let me know. Comment hashtag SMART goals below and let us know what you're working on. I'll also drop a link below to my website where you can download a copy. In the meanwhile, have a safe and happy New Year's. This is Sin at Sass Factor Fitness, reminding you to mind your matters.